And welcome to the Glenn Beck program. Uh, there is a real fight for freedom, your freedom, your freedom to choose who will speak for you, how you're going to speak, uh, who you can donate to. The Ontario government in Canada has um, yesterday just passed a new law in court making it illegal, and I'm quoting the Office of the Premier of Ontario, the Attorney General bought an application in Superior Court Justice for an order pursuant of the criminal code prohibiting any person from disposing of or otherwise dealing with in any manner whatsoever any and all money donations made through the Freedom Convoy 2022 and adopted trucker campaign pages on uh, both Give, Send, Go online uh, fundraising platforms this this order was issued and it binds any and all parties with possession or control over these donut donations that is the government of canada coming out and saying all the money you've raised you ain't giving it to them imagine the power they will have if there's a fed coin where they can shut you off immediately this is the free west we have the founder of Give, Send, Go joining us in 60 seconds. In a modern technology-driven world like ours, where cyber criminals are working really hard to overtake regular criminals as the dominant species of knuckle-dragging thugs, you have to be really, really careful. You absolutely have to have an eye on everything, every internet source, you know, where your money or your identity can be stolen. That's crazy. Nobody can do that. Not even the experts. LifeLock can do it. Now, they can't stop all identity theft because nobody can. But if something happens to your identity, if something, anything of yours is available on the dark web, They'll alert you, and then they have a team of restoration specialists to help you fix it. That's really the important part to me, because nobody, again, can stop all of it. I don't know how to clean it up, do you? Save up to 25% off your first year with LifeLock with the promo code BACK. You can call them at 800-LIFELOCK, 1-800-LIFELOCK, or go to lifelock.com. Use the promo code BECK for 25% off. Lifelock.com, or call them now. Use the promo code BECK, 1-800-LIFELOCK. All right, I want to go to Heather Wilson. She is the co-founder of GiveSendGo.com, and we wanted to talk to her about what has been going on in her industry and what is happening with her and this money for the truckers in Canada. 
Welcome, Heather. Thanks so much for being on the program. Hi, Glenn. Thanks for having me. You bet. I, I have to tell you, I have raised my last dime uh, for anyone who is using uh, really anything but give, send, go. If you are using GoFundMe, do not expect me to help. They take a lot, a big portion of everything that is raised. And they're not the only game in town. And they have revealed themselves for who they are. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, and you might know better, this is the f- the fifth time GoFundMe has shut down. The Freedom Convoy, Kyle Rittenhouse, the conservative students that were harassed on TikTok, the anti-vaccine mandate lawsuit, and an anti-mask campaign. These are all just in the last few years. Uh, they're not getting a dime of my money. Yeah. And there's been way more than that. We have seen over the last year and a half dozens of people coming on saying, I was removed from GoFundMe. I wasn't able to get my money. They shut me down. They didn't like, you know, uh, the police officers in the Brianna Taylor case. Just all the political events that have happened. If you weren't on the side of mainstream media, you were not allowed to fundraise for it. So yesterday, well, let's start at the beginning. When did you get involved in... um when did the when did adopt a trucker start and the freedom convoy 2022 begin on your site so i would say that the adopted truckers came a couple weeks ago they were there prior to the trucker convoy 2022 uh, 20, and uh their friends the, the two people that are campaigns are like they know each other and so when the trucker convoy 2022 came on and started using GoFundMe. And the adopted trucker people were like, hey, we're getting our money. Like, we've already received money that's been donated like, into our bank account. Everybody was in an uproar. Why are you using GoFundMe? They have a track record of shutting down campaigns that they don't believe in politically. And so, um, so that started the whole thing. And then GoFundMe started to make some moves that just shot themselves in the foot. So when you heard yesterday... The premier of Ottawa, uh, like our one of our governors, uh, and the courts. I mean, this is this is a threat to you. Um, the Ontario government won a court order blocking the use of any and all monetary donations made through Freedom Convoy 2022 and op- adopt a trucker on the Give Send Go online fl- fundraising platform. Um, they say it binds you. You cannot give it to them. But what do you say back? You know, we're speaking with our, our legal team, and Canada does not have authority in a U.S.-based business. We do not have to bow to their whims. They can do whatever they want up there, and we don't have to, unless they come and get an order in the United States, we don't have to agree or even to it. They say, no, you can't stop us. These campaigns are so active, raising money, and we're looking for ways to legally be able to move this money to people, the, the people on the ground that are just protesting mandates, that are saying, we need to be able to have some freedom here. It's mainly peaceful. If you look at anything besides uh, mainstream, it's a, a peaceful protest of people saying, we just want our voices heard. And the Canadian government is now blocked, saying they're blocking those two campaigns. They're not shut down. Money is still being raised. We are committed to getting the money where it needs to be. 
and we're looking at lots of different options to do that right now. But just as an FYI, only those two campaigns were, were blocked. So, you know, if somebody wanted to go on and create a campaign and then another campaign, they would be wrapped up having to try to block one until they decide, well, they're just not going to allow Gibson Go in Canada. And that would be absolutely insane. So uh, you now have people, I mean, serious people saying that you need, your organization needs to be uh, listed as a terrorist entity. It makes me kind of chuckle because we've, we've come to a place in society where we like to redefine words and redefine words. And so, you know, this started back, we, we started Gibsonville seven years ago as a place that we said, you know, look at GoFundMe. People are raising money. It's great. People coming together to, to solve a need. But as Christians, we said, no, we want to provide a platform where people can raise money to solve that physical need. But we understand there's a hope that money can't solve. And we want to also inject that into people's situations. And so we started this um, just as a place for people to share, for us to share hope with people. We arrive on the scene a, a year and a half ago. Well, we've been on the scene, but a year and a half ago, we get thrust into the political spotlight for allowing Kyle Ritten up. From then on, we've been called every name in the book from terrorists to white supremacists. People don't know anything about me or my family or my co-founder, Jacob, who's my brother. We don't know who we are, what we, you know, what our families are like. To call us all these names and try to paint a broad stroke, it's ridiculous. And the more insults they throw, it shows two colors. Because, you know, I can't be all of these things. And anybody who knows me knows I'm not. And so we're not promoting terror. We're promoting freedom. This is a campaign that is standing for freedom. And you know what? If someone was standing against this and they wanted to raise funds on Give Say Go, we would allow it to because we have committed to remain neutral in this. You don't have to know what I think about the truckers. These tests should not be the person who decides who can raise money or not. That's just absolutely insane. Uh, however, uh, I mean, it is becoming more and more um, the case with businesses. And, you know, I've said for a long time, there needs to be a parallel. You got to spit yourself out of the system it needs to be a parallel economy. Uh, and you have done that. You saw the opportunity. And uh, and years ago, you started Give, Send, Go. And one of the reasons why is because GoFundMe takes so much profit, takes so much uh, away from the funds. Is that right? And how are you different? Okay, so when we first started and we came on the scene, we said, okay, let's be a little cheaper than GoFundMe uh, rates. Everybody has a proxy online. You can't get around that. So 2.9 plus 30 cents is standard processing. Um, GoFundMe was charging about 5% on top of that as a platform fee. We came in a little under, and very quickly we really fell out a little bit to become a free platform and trust him. But this was his I can't understand. I, you, you, we need to get you a better phone. Uh, maybe I'll start a give, send, go for you to have a better phone. So you're hard to understand. Um, can you repeat the, what you just said? Sure. Uh, my brain, uh, can you hear me now? Yeah, not really. But try one more time. All right. Can you hear me now? Okay, well, a little better. Uh, I don't know if this is horrible. Um, are you in like Africa or the moon? Or <laughs> I am in a I am in a different country, actually. Oh, you are okay. Business, so, All right. Yeah. So, um, but so 
I'm trying to remember the question. The, the question was, uh, what makes you different on uh, yeah. percentages? Yeah, so we became a free platform saying that we were going to just trust God that he gave us this business idea and that we were going to walk that on the basis. So we knew that people coming on our platform needed the money. They're raising money for medical bills and mission trips and right. all sorts of things that they needed. And we said, it's silly for us to be taking money from the person who needs the money. When the givers come on, let's give them the option, if they have a little extra money, to donate to give them go to help keep us free. And so we switched to that model. And it started working, and we could see that it was what needed to happen. It was it made the most sense. And since then, GoFundMe has changed to the same model. Mm. Mm. Um, all right. Well, thank you so much. I, I have a feeling uh, that you are going to be hearing from the federal government uh, soon, Heather. Are you prepared to withstand the heat that you are going to get from the federal government? What we keep saying to ourselves is that this whole year, actually, for our team, we say God is faithful, and he's faithful today. It's not just when we look back and see what he did through us. And so we believe that we're in a fight that God has ordained us to be in, that he started us seven years ago to arrive on the team and be in this fight today. And so we're just trusting him, asking. When people ask what we need, we say we need wisdom. Pray for wisdom for us, because we are going to walk this out to the full extent that we need to. Because we believe that freedom, both spiritually and physically, came at such a high cost that we're not going to sit back and just throw it away. Absolutely not. I don't care how many hate emails, how many DDoS attacks. We're in here for the long haul. You know, we don't know what's going to happen. We don't know how this is going to play out. We just know that we're going to take it step by step, standing for freedom, even when people don't like it. And, and you are being, you are attacked. I mean, your servers are being attacked all the time this week. Do you know who's behind oh, that? You know, we, we have seen some names float by and things like that that we're looking into. The bottom line is, is that, you know, we, this campaign launched and immediately our site pretty much went down. It seemed like there was error pages for everybody. We're getting so many emails of people going, I can't get on. And we said, well, half the world is trying to take us down. We had over a Eight point like two million DDoS attacks that first twenty four hours, Jeez. and half the world is trying to donate. So everybody's on Give and Go, half taking us down, half trying to donate. And we were like, "What the heck? Our site's down." We brought in some big big guns to help us, um, you know, fortify the site. And the next day, and I'd like to say when I woke up the next day, but there was no sleeping involved. The next morning, we looked at how much this campaign had processed despite being down. Like, I literally could not get to the site and get it to function the way I needed it to. There had been over $2 million raised. This is a miracle. There is no way that a site that can't stay up could raise and process $2 million, and yet it did. And it's once again a sign that we are doing the right thing. I love your spirit. I love the fact that you're you're one of them is not going to sit down. Heather, anything you need, uh, you just let me know. We'll we'll be there for you. And every fundraiser we do now where we need somebody like you, we are going to route it through Give, Send, Go. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. You bet. God bless. You know, she said something um, the other day. That I just, I, I mean, 
it is true. She said, you know, she was talking about freedom a, a minute ago. And um, she quoted the scriptures that, you know, Jesus came for freedom. His whole fight was for freedom. Um, and what she ended that with today, um, and I'm just not going to let it go. It came at such a high price. It did. That's why Christ came was for our freedom and our ability to make mistakes and be forgiven for them. And this world is not forgiving on anything. And it's an antichrist style movement. And uh, make your choice, America. Make your choice, all those who are listening anywhere in the world. All hands on deck. Realestateagentsitrust.com. If you think the perfect moving experience doesn't exist, you need to call a great real estate agent. You need real estate agents I trust. You might be surprised. Moving is no fun. Trust me. I know. You probably know, too. Um, just getting your house ready for sale. Uh, just knowing what's going to make a difference. There's, I mean, you walk around the house with a good real estate agent. They're like, that's going to make a difference. That's going to make a difference. Don't worry about that. Nobody's going to care about that. And they're surprising. And the real estate agents that I have when I, before I started doing my house and uh, remodeling it, uh, you know, they were really honest with me and they're like, it's dated and it's going to be hard to sell. And I'm like, I don't want to redo it. And they said, just do these things. Everything that they said we should do, we did. And then we did more and we brought them in because I trust them. I brought them in all the way through. How about this and this and this? Yes, no, yes, no. And it has made a huge difference, huge difference. Real estate agents, I trust the people who know this is a free service to you. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Get the right real estate agent to help you buy or sell your real estate. Realestateagentsitrust.com. 10 seconds, station ID. I mean, what's amazing to me is how vicious these people are getting. If they if you don't think the people on the Uber left are are not people that will put you in a camp, you're mistaken. I mean, the woman, the CNN analysis and Harvard uh, uh, professor and former Obama administration DHS person, she has come out and. She says the, you know, the BLM protests are a citizen's duty. So she wasn't talking about anybody being thrown in jail for burning of the cities or, or anything else. Um, she, with the vaccine mandates, she said any unvaccinated adult, the obvious step for the federal government is a no-fly list. So she thought it was appropriate that you would be banned from flying on an airplane because you didn't get vaccinated when it comes to these truckers this is these are the people that cnn have on their staff um she said that these freedom um these freedom protesters so-called uh, the truckers she said yesterday slash the tires empty gas tanks arrest the drivers and move the trucks 
She said that on Twitter. She started getting hammered and she she went on. She said, don't uh, don't think I gonna, I'm going to run out of ways to make this hurt. Now, listen to this. Cancel their insurance. How is the federal government going to cancel their insurance? Oh, the public private partnership. ESG scores. That's right. Cancel their insurance. Suspend their driver's license. Prohibit any future regulatory certification for these truckers. Have we learned nothing? These things fester when there are no consequences. The federal government yesterday, Joe Biden, came out and said Canada needs to use federal power to crush this convoy. And make no mistake, the only reason why they're doing this is because they're afraid of you. They know if you start to rise up, if you start to say, no, I'm not doing it, you win. You win. Now, they also are going to make us look like terrorists and everything else and don't think it's beyond them to actually do something. That's why everybody needs to be arm in arm. Read some Martin Luther King. Everybody needs to be arm in arm, and we need to know exactly who everybody is in our movement and make sure that it remains peaceful. Because believe me, they will use it against us. The first thing that goes wrong, they'll shut all of it down. The Glenn Beck Program. When you're talking about the best, most reliable example of any given thing, what do you refer to it as? It's the best of the best. It's the, the gold standard. Why is it that it's the gold standard? Because there was a time in this country, as in most countries throughout the history of the world, that gold was the thing that was the standard. Everything was measured against gold. It, it gave everything its value. Now, we got off that gold standard in the 1970s, and we have had problems ever since because you need the gold standard. So what's happening? Well, inflation is 7.5, but that's over a year. We're probably over 10 officially. We're clearly at about 16 if you count it the way it used to be counted. That means your, your dollar is going to lose a ton of money, a ton of money. This is where gold comes in because it holds the value of your money. Call Goldline now, 866-GOLDLINE, 866-GOLDLINE. They have a free special going on right now. Call them right now. Also, the audiobook, The Great Reset, is available now and order your paper copy. This is the Glenn Beck Program. I want to go to Lynn, who is in Canada. You Canadian, Lynn? Yes, I am. Thank you so I'm much. Proud for, of it. Thank you so much for listening. Always. I wanted to say before we get started, your theme song makes me want to fist pump in the air every time I hear it. Thank <laughs> That's you. great. I wish the trucker. I wish the truckers could use it. Yeah. Well, they're more than welcome. I, uh, I called to sing. Oh, okay. No, go ahead. I called in to say that I was down in Ottawa on the weekend, about a five and a half hour trip from my place. Friend and I went down. And I feel like for the first time in two years, I found kindred spirits. I found people who were, especially the truckers, who were saying, hell no, 
I'm not doing it. Mm. It's been lonely the last two years. We've had mask mandates and, and just the whole gamut of nonsense. And I refused two years ago to put a mask on. And I have had the police called five times from businesses, been arrested once, been charged with trespassing, oh and was assaulted by a store employee. I am not putting on the damn mask. And I guess what the last few weeks has been, when all those people went out and stood on the bridges, and we did too, it was sort of a feeling of, holy cow, I'm not alone. I know. And I got to Ottawa, and I talked to the truckers, and it was like, I'm not alone, and we can do this. We can do this. That is the reason they are coming down like a bag of bricks, because they, they need you to feel alone, and they need to teach everyone that hasn't joined yet a lesson. You can't do it. You can't beat us, and that is a lie. Now, can you tell me, Lynn, um, you know, you seem out of step from at least what the news has said uh, and the impression we get here in America, 90% of Canadians have taken the vaccine and, you know, are fine with the mask and everything else. Apparently, um, is that true? No. Well, I, I sh- pardon me. I don't know if 90% of people have taken it, not in my circles, but then I kind of run in some strange circles. Right. Um, and, and do we all agree with it? I think I believed that until I saw all those Canadians standing out there that they were fine with all this stuff. No, they weren't. Now, I will say it's been really frustrating for me in this two years. I'll walk, I'll walk in the grocery store. They don't even ask anymore most places, but there are some that, that hassle you. And, and I'll see the look in some people's eyes and they'll look at me as if to say, Mm-hmm. Wow, I, I wish I had the courage to do that. And I want to take them and shake them and say, take the damn mask off. Yeah. Take it off. You're uh, you're a symbol that you're under. I don't know what you're under. It's just so frustrating. Now, in the last two weeks, I went in the grocery store the other day. I ran into four people not wearing a mask. Mm-hmm. Like everyone here wears them. Everyone, because they're afraid. And I guess I love Steve, I love your show. I love Dave Rubin. I love Steve Dace. And Steve's uh, question this year is, let's see what happens. Yeah. What What can they do? And so I've been saying to people, I'll say, take off the mask. Well, what happens when you do? I said, well, why don't you find out? You're not right. going to get taken away to a gulag. You're not going to disappear yet. Just take it off and see what happens. Lynn. I have to admit. Go ahead. You have to admit what? I was just going to say, I have to admit that the first time I stood in front of a cop and said, no, I'm not leaving the store. If you're going to charge me with trespassing, you're going to have to do it right here. And he said, if you don't, then we're going to arrest you. And I kind of took a big gulp, pictured my grandkids and said, okay. I mean, it wasn't the end of the world. The world didn't end. Your your grandkids will remember that grandma went to jail uh, because she stood against tyranny. I think your grand I think you did your grandkids a great service there. Lynn, thank you very much. Uh, Marianne in Ohio. Hello, Marianne. Hey, Glenn. Thank Hi. you so much for taking my call. You bet. Um, my husband is reading your book, so mm-hmm. I haven't had a chance to see if this is addressed there. Um. But I think Xi Jinping, he was a part of the World Economic Forum when they were talking. Uh Uh-huh. And supposedly they're on board with this. 
but they don't comply with other things, you know, like the right. Yeah, no, this so, is a this is for the West and they're on board with it, just like they're on board with global warming. Um, the China and Russia are not on board with this. This is something that actually, um, I believe, kind of originated in China. You know, a lot of the stuff of the Paris Accords, these were kind of Chinese ideas. And, you know, you might want to think about doing stuff like this. And, you know, this kind of works. Um, they're not uh, they're not on our side um, by any stretch. They know this is going to be a battle between the West uh, and the East. Um, and just like when it comes to global warming, you notice they're not shutting down any of their coal plants. They know what the game is. They think we'll kill ourselves. And there's a chance that we do. And the West is all being useful idiots now. And then China and Russia will have their free will then? Yeah, I'm not sure about Russia because Russia is so economically weak. Um, but uh, I do I do believe that uh, China is... China's playing a 100-year, 500-year game. Um, they have had this, you know, China 20, uh, I think it was China 2020 and China 2030 uh, plan in place in the 90s um, and, uh, you know, kind of unveiled it to the world 20 years ago. So they, they are way ahead, and they're playing chess, and I don't even think we're playing pickup sticks. Marianne, thanks so much. Adam in Ohio, welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. Uh, Glenn, it is an absolute uh, pleasure and honor to uh, be speaking with you. You are a good man. Thank you. Thank you. Um, uh, no, thank you. You've you've had a very positive impact on my life. I've been listening to you for uh, quite a while. Mm. Um, I just I want to call and just uh, say that I do support the uh, truckers in Canada. I'd I'd be interested to see um, how many in their ranks are actually. Um, vaccinated as well and are still supporting this uh dropping of the mandate um because I, I i can't imagine it's all just um you know people that that haven't got the shot i, I would imagine that there is a uh kind of a, a saw on the road to damascus moment yeah we, going on in canada yeah people are um you know just realizing that freedom is not just a uh, united states frame of mind you know it's it's Freedom and liberty can be obtained no matter where you find yourself. Exactly. And um, I, I would imagine that there's a lot of that going on there. I think there is. I, you know, I talked to the organizer. I'll probably have to have him on again early next week, maybe Monday. Um, but I talked to him about that. And he said, you know, it's, you know, people are vaccinated and unvaccinated. And, you know, one of the real things, reason why they're at the border is because of this, um, this digital passport, the QR code that they have and the truckers know that they had to have a QR passport that they were okay and vaccinated and everything else. And they were told you have to show it at the border. Well, the truckers know you don't have to show it. Uh, one of the truckers found out because he got his phone out as he was waiting in line and he had it all ready to go and he held it up to the guy at the border and he's like, Oh, you don't need to show that. We, we, we track you miles before you you even get here um i mean they're they're tracking people and that's one of the problems that they have 
is being tracked every time they go over the border. They don't have a problem showing their passport or, you know, their paperwork or whatever they have to be asked for. But this is a, a, a fast road to hell when they are saying, hey, you just have to show your QR and then you don't have to show it because they already know they're tracking you. That's a real problem for the truckers. Thank you so much, Allie in New Hampshire. Oh, hi. Hi, oh, welcome. Ex- oh. <laughs> um, so I'm calling um, regarding SEL or social emotional learning. I, re- I received an email from our superintendent today uh, asking for input on the use of our elementary secondary school emergency relief funds that we're receiving from the federal government. Uh-huh. And, uh, so I, I expected some of the topics on there and everything going through, seeing where you'd like us to invest. But then I noticed um, something that was in the mental health area and the technology area was uh, looking to assist student learning assessment and social emotional support. So they included SEL into the whole technology program. And our school district is using the Choose Love program, Mm -hmm. which I know you had mentioned in the past. And I had already had concerns about that, but now that I'm seeing our funding can be tied into that, it makes me nervous that my school district is going to go further in that direction. Okay, I have to tell you, I talk about so many topics, uh, and I think I probably addressed this kind of stuff back when we were talking about Common Core and and after. Um, and so I, I'd have to refresh my memory on it. Can I get your information, and uh, I'll go back and look into uh, you know all of our transcripts and stuff, and then I'd like to talk to you more about it uh, on Monday, because this is happening all over the country. It's not just your uh, school district and the technology that they want to introduce is the same kind of technology, but I think we have a better understanding of it now. The same kind of technology to evaluate your kids. This evaluation, um, when they are actually watching your child learn digitally, is incredibly dangerous, very dangerous. It is gathering information on everything about them and it is to make your child a better worker uh, and tell your child where they need to go they're going to be an architect your kids won't decide this this service that is um, wanting to be provided by big tech will decide for them it's extraordinarily dangerous Um, we'll have more on that on monday thank you ali for reminding me and um, we'll talk again on Monday. Uh, just a couple more phone calls here before we end the show. Let me tell you about the Tuttle Twins. The Tuttle Twins books are really, really important for every home. I think these need to be in every single home. Whether you even have kids still in the house or not, they're for your kids or your grandkids, your neighbor's kids. All the way from, you know, little, little kids to your young adults. And quite honestly, I think I think most of us should read these things, too, um, because they they take the really big concepts that we were all supposed to learn and didn't and break them down 
in easy ways for the little, little ones. Uh, and also, I mean, I really think for any, anybody over 12, uh, for, you know, from 12 to 112, they're really important. They're not going to learn it any place else. They need to know why capitalism works, what capital looks like, capitalism looks like when it goes bad, uh, why freedom works, why a republic is different uh, than a democracy. Why are why do we have certain principles that we were founded on and what are they? These are must haves. Uh, today is the last day that you can get this special uh, offer 35 percent discount off the normal price plus they're giving away a copy of their magazine and all 12 activity workbooks go to tuttletwinsbeck.com get the deal now at tuttletwinsbeck.com it ends tonight at midnight get both the bonus and the discount it ends today tuttletwinsbeck.com the Glenn Beck Program. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Let's go to Myron in Florida. Hello, Myron. Hey, Glenn. Good How- talking to you. Thank Good you, fan. sir. Thank you. Uh- I wanted to touch on the, uh, you know, the ESG and, and the Great Reset, which I just got confirmation from Amazon. My book will be shipping out after the end of February to mid-March-ish. Great. Allegedly. Great. <laughs> it should come so, in uh, maybe a little sooner. If you ordered right away, the, the first uh, shipment from the printers is going to be dropped in Amazon here in the next week or two. Okay. Good. Uh, well, going on the ESG, you know, I, I have a Fidelity account. I've had it for decades. Mm. And, you know, I even opened up a 529 for my son. So I go on, look on charts to see, you know, just check periodically, see how stocks are doing. So I go on Smith and Wesson, which obviously, we, you know, would probably not have a good ESG score. Right. That wasn't what struck me because they didn't have those charts back in the final quarter, fourth quarter of last year. But then when I went down and saw the charts, they had ESG. But then what I found even more striking was they had another chart there called the S score, which is the social sentiment. And their score for Smith and Wesson obviously is extremely negative a negative 3.52. So not only are they tracking, you know, where they are overall, but now they're seeing how they trend on different socials. And that's going to be problematic because if people are making their mm-hmm. decisions financially based on somebody's opinion, that's... <laughs> oh, yeah. Especially when algorithms are involved and silencing of others is involved. And so you know that S-score is also going to play a role for you. It's not just what is said about companies. In the end, that will be what are you saying online? Um, are you too much of a risk because you might be shut down? That's what's coming. People don't haven't really put together. They're seeing ESG and they're seeing, okay, I get what this means. They, they don't necessarily tie it to them yet. Uh, Myron, I think you you probably do, but I don't think a lot of people do yet. Um, and it's imperative that you spread the word in a very logical way and reasonable way to people. Trying to. And I think what people don't understand is this now will go hand in hand with the quote unquote new listing under the D- the DHS, their little notice oh, yeah. that came out Monday. Oh, I mean, yeah. that's ridiculous. So now if I speak against the government, which I have uh, the First Amendment right to do so, 
I'm considered a terrorist for being a patriot, which is ridiculous. You are exactly right. Right on the money. Please keep yourself informed. Uh, Keep listening. Read the book. If you haven't ordered it yet, you can get the audio book, the Kindle book. The the, uh, hardback edition is backed up, but it's coming out again soon. Please, The Great Reset. More on Monday. Have a good Super Bowl weekend. This is the Glenn Beck Program.